Hi everyone, welcome to the Town Manager Download. This is a podcast about local government and the town of Shrewsbury. Today's episode is going to be an introductory episode to the Town Manager Download podcast. We'll have the opportunity to uh, introduce myself. I'm pleased to be joined by Taylor Galusha, who's Principal Department Assistant in the Town Manager's Office and uh, Select Board Office. Uh, We'll talk a little bit today about the community, uh, about our goals for the podcast, uh, a little bit uh, about ourselves and um, what ideas that we have. Taylor, welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course. So what do you know about the town, Taylor? I didn't know a lot about the town two years ago. I just knew I drove past it when I went up to North Andover. So for all of our (laughs) listeners from around the world, uh, Shrewsbury, uh, Massachusetts is uh, located in uh, central Massachusetts as a community of uh, just under 40,000 residents, uh, about, you know, 38,500 residents. Um, and we're 40 miles or so mm. east, uh, excuse me, west of Boston. If we're 40 miles east of Boston, we'd be way out in the, in, the middle of the Atlantic in the, Ocean. Yeah, in the ocean. <laughs> so 40 miles west of Boston, immediately adjacent to New England's second largest community, which is the city of Worcester. We're within Worcester County, um, but the little government fact, you know, Worcester County is not a functioning local government. Right. Uh, the count, very few counties in uh, the Commonwealth of Massachusetts actually function as local government. So um, Shrewsbury is a proud New England community. We have a lot of unique uh, attributes here as it compares to most municipalities across the country, uh, but we certainly share the same local government goals that uh, most other uh, municipalities share in serving their residents and uh, bringing their community high quality services. We do it similarly in many aspects and, and different in, in uh, mainly the legislative part, which mm-hmm. we'll get into at some point in time through our um, New England town meeting uh, form of government for our legislative uh, branch of the organization. So um, we offer a lot of services, full service. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about Selco, Taylor? Yeah, we're lucky we have a, our own municipal light and electric company, which is unique. Um, I know there's other communities in Massachusetts, but we've had a strong partnership with Selco and um, they're moving towards their carbon neutral, I think 2032, um, which is super exciting because since they underpin all of the town's operations, that means we'll be also carbon neutral, um, which helps us move in our sustainability um, direction that we've been headed in the last several years as yeah. a town and community. So, yeah, so super big, lucky. Right. Big proponents of public power. Um, so we're, uh, I think the number's 41, one of 41 mm-hmm. municipalities in the Commonwealth that uh, have their own dedicated uh, municipal light or electric plant, as you want to call it. And then even a smaller handful, I think we're one of six communities that offer our own internet uh, and cable service. So started as cable now as primarily internet as uh, technology has led us in that direction. A lot of cord cutting going on. So we'll have to have the Selco general manager, Chris Roy, come mm-hmm. in and join us at an episode um, on the podcast uh, as we get uh, ourselves up and, and running. So um, 
Yeah, that's that's kind of the background on the uh, yeah. town of Shrewsbury. There are schools too. Yes, yeah, uh, Shrewsbury is well known uh, for a very high performing public education system. We're one of the largest single town districts in the Commonwealth. Um, so let's add Joe Sawyer to that, list. to that list of folks that we'll have in to talk about all the good things that they do for the residents of Shrewsbury and beyond, right? A lot of our employees contribute mm -hmm. um, broader in the Commonwealth or in the region or even in the nation. Um, so we're really proud of what it is that they do. Um, my bosses, our bosses, the select board, uh, five elected representatives uh, serve as the executive uh, body in our community. Um, very traditional three-year terms, uh, staggered, um, and uh, they elect within a uh, chairperson each and every year. Um, so um, they're a wonderful group of people. I'm not just saying that because our boss super dedicated to the community, and um, we'll think about we'll think about inviting Having someone. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll have to consider that. That's also a unique. Um, I mean, in New England or. Broader than New England, yep. a select board town meeting, select board manager town meeting form of government. Right. Not really understood or heard of because usually you have your city manager and then your city council, even within towns. So, right. And in Massachusetts, even the or the difference between a select board manager and right. very unheard, not unheard of, but right. older form of government right. that can be sometimes hard for people to understand yeah. um, if you're coming here for the first time. Yeah, town administrators in this state is another common mm -hmm. title, town manager. Um, I guess we can build this plane as we fly it, right? We can, <laughs> we can, we can, we can talk about our form of government. So um, we, we predate home rule. Uh, mm -hmm. We have our own special legislation in Shrewsbury um, that was established in 1953, actually two pieces of legislation. Uh, the Town Manager Act and the Representative Town Meeting Act. So mm -hmm. not only do we have town meeting, uh, but it's not open to everyone. So it's not that broad, direct democracy. It is a representative uh, form of that where we have 240 elected town meeting members uh, spread around, um, around 10 voting precincts within the community. And they also serve three-year terms mm -hmm. on the legislative body, um, which we can dive into. Um, so yeah, I, I think a, a ton of things for, for us to, to talk, talk about, about. <laughs> which is re really why we're doing this. We, we want to be able to engage with the community, uh, provide opportunity to share information, um, have folks get to know people mm -hmm. better, who it is that works for, uh, whether it's behind the scenes or on the front lines. You know, um, We have that full spectrum of service that we provide to residents and we just wanna shine a light on a lot of that. Um, we wanna have fun when right. we do this. Um, so we're, we're building some uh, episode by episode kind of, um, I think, fun aspects into the mm -hmm. program as we think about it. Um, so, but let's, let's keep on the theme of getting to know people and um, let's just share a little bit about ourselves and get people comfortable with us. We'll be the star of the shows each and every week, so you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to... Uh, Hesitate to click on that next episode of the podcast because we'll always be here with you. So you don't you don't have to be afraid. Uh, we're going to lead you into a, a learning local government journey that that will be fun for all of us. Um, and casual too. Casual. Making it approachable. Yeah. Making it as easy to understand. That's the goal. Just 
kind of yep. meet people where they are. No more suit and tie after this episode. No, I canceled. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll cancel that. All right. So, Taylor, you've been with the town since June of 2021. Is that correct? I think so. All right. So this is a test. This is a test. How much do you know about yourself? So um, what have you been doing for the town? What do you do on a day-to-day -day basis? Let's start with the not-so-personal and then... We can um, work we'll, our way yeah, over. We'll work our way into it. Um, so I do a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I range not from. A good that is a great answer. <laughs> I I like to say when I talk to people from home or like my parents about what I do, I just tell them I wear a lot of hats. So I'm answering the phones day to day, interacting with residents on the counter through email. Um, I do a lot of work on the website, so I've been updating that. Um, which has been very time consuming. Mm -hmm. um, I work closely within our office. So with you, um, the assistant town managers, human resources, um, and obviously directly with the select board. And that can be a range of administrative tasks, um, special projects like the strategic plan, um, and kind of been a very centered, all of those tasks an overarching theme has been centered on communications, community mm -hmm. engagement, um, and kind of that outreach thing, mm -hmm. outreach factor that I think um, yourself, our office, the town in general has really been trying to move towards having that as like a foundational element of any decision we make, mm -hmm. any outreach we do, um, which I think we both find very important mm -hmm. because that's why yeah. We have a job, and that's why we do it. I think we both do what we do is yep. we like serving our communities and helping people. So right. So um, let's yeah. jump back and forth and not just start general. So you mentioned home. Where's home? What's that? Um, What's that? I'm originally from Connecticut. Okay. So I I grew up uh, right outside of Hartford and um, didn't really leave there. I. Sure. Same house that I live in yep. now, or not live in now, but my parents live in. Yep. It's the same house that they bought when they got married. Sure. So kind of been a homebody of same place mm -hmm. my whole life until yep. I went to college um, up in North Andover mm -hmm. at Merrimack, which is really kind of where I got to explore different um, careers, ideas. Um. So Merrimack, Merrimack College. Mm -hmm. So tell us about that. Um, yeah, so I was a political science and English major, and I actually started as an athletic training major because I thought that mm -hmm. I wanted to, I don't know, do physical therapy or something, but mm -hmm. um, I saw one of our trainers pop a basketball player's finger back into place one day while I was in there after some practice, and I was like, okay, you ran? <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> that was it for me. Yeah. Um, and then I um, ended up taking like a, I think it was like comparative politics class, and ended up really liking like the political theory aspect of that, and mm -hmm. that's kind of where I fell into it. I've always been a big reader and writer, so the English major part of it started out as, as a minor and then kind of, I had enough classes. So I just nice. finished it off. Um, Comparative politics are two words that take me back to Morgantown, West Virginia, circa <laughs> the late 1990s. So yeah, that was one of my favorite classes. I love that. Um, so let's, let's 
let's key in on a couple things that I know you've worked on since you've mm -hmm. been with the town. So those two things are the strategic plan yep. um, and the website redevelopment. So two of those things are tied together. They're all, this this podcast really, to be honest, is is tied in with the strategic plan. The website's tied in with the strategic plan. You've already talked about like, we're, we're trying to build engagement, find different opportunities to talk to people, uh, have people learn about local government, learn about what it is that we do. So um, let's talk about the website first. Uh, what did you do there? And, and uh, what are you most proud of from that initiative? Because it's like transformational for our presence on the, on the World Wide Web. Yeah, I think, well, it's, I always tell um, board member Cassavant that it's always funny to me when I talk about the website or the app with her, because I remember talking about it um, in my interview mm -hmm. with you guys when I interviewed here. And that was one, one thing she asked me is like, do you know how to develop an app? Like, I remember that so clearly. And I was like, no, but I'll figure it out. And mm -hmm. we figured it out, which yep. was always exciting to me that we were able, I was able to at least meet <laughs> yep. that, that discussion point from my interviews here. But um, it was a lot longer of a process than I thought. I think when I first started, we were meeting with other like hosts for our website. That was one of the first meetings you pulled mm -hmm. me into. Um, and then we decided just to stick with our current host and see what we can do with them that wouldn't cost the town any money. And we figured out that, oh, we get a update every X amount of months and we're grandfathered into the highest package, which mm. is awesome. Yep. So we, I worked closely with Civic Plus on like color palette, fonts, um, photos that we use for the website, what we wanted that homepage to look like. And we tried to make it as resident focused as possible. So we looked at like kind of like the phone calls and emails and requests we get. And like, that's usually related to paying bills, trash and recycling and yard waste. Um, and tried to put those self-service options right at the front for residents so they can get to where they want to go as quickly as possible. Um, and then it kind of became a by hand project. So I, with the redesign, like they were kind of just giving the website a facelift, kind of just putting makeup mm. on the front of it. And what I ended up doing was meeting with all the department heads um, figuring out what they want on their web page, what needs to be updated, um, designing those icons that you see on all the web pages and reorganizing the site map. You designed basically. those? Basically, yeah. I did those. Thank nice. you. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're so. awesome. I love them. I didn't know that you designed them. That's, that's great. Um, all right, strategic plan. What's the overview of your role in the strategic plan? Everything. I know Everything. that, but you can't, that's not a good answer again. I need better answers. Uh, well, it started as I went into your office and I asked you, do you need help with anything? Mm. And then you're That's like, oh, can you, <laughs> can you um, review the RFP? And we like formatted it. And then mm -hmm. I kind of got sucked in from there on out of mm -hmm. like getting to sit on the interview process for the consultants and then kind of managing our communications between us and them. I think my role took a different light when we got to the community engagement part of it and trying to figure out the best way we could do that outreach. Um, and um, 
in March, it was meeting like one-on-one -on -one with those different community groups, which was really neat just to get to meet more residents from the community and those that are involved. Mm -hmm. um, and then this summer with all of our like forums and whatnot and going, what we discovered going out to the places people already are, our community events that are already super popular, like the food trucks and the farmer's market to connect with people. So, nice. yeah, and now we're almost done. Yeah, we are almost moving into the final, final nearing the public rollout yards. on the other side of the sh the sharing of everything, which is um, which has been awesome. Um, and the strategic plan was one of your first kind of that's right goals when you came to Shrewsbury. Yeah, I mean, you talk I about recall. your your interview. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about your interview process. I still remember, you know, walking into um, whether it was the screening committee. Um, or uh, the various other phases mm -hmm. and, and talking about um, how I would propose to lead the town of Shrewsbury. And um, that was all based upon having a resident-centric approach. Mm -hmm. And the only way, in my opinion, to have a resident-centric approach is to ask the residents what it is that they want their local government to do for them. Uh, you know, at nauseum, whenever I have any opportunity to meet with staff, I say things like what else are we here to do besides serve the residents and and that's really uh, my simple philosophy um, so it, it certainly started for me um, in the interview process with the board mm -hmm. but this concept of um, building local governments in a resident-centric approach a high performance based approach um, was really shaped into me in a week-long program at the University of Virginia uh, in 2006. That, mm -hmm. was, that was a long time ago. Um, it's called LEAD. It was put on the, by the Weldon Cooper Center for uh, Government there uh, at the University of Virginia. And it was you know just a bunch of really talented people um, that had been working with local government and federal government officials for quite some time. Uh, and we're putting together what they call the high performance organization and, and how you develop strategies and build your organization and your strategies based upon what your customers want, what your residents want. It was all government focused. So um, I had many failed attempts of trying to, maybe I shouldn't share this, but I'll probably share a lot okay. on this episode or on these episodes <laughs> that I shouldn't share. Um, you know, I tried to do it uh, in a couple other positions and um, honestly, they just, I either didn't have a big enough role myself in yep. that organization um, or um, the organization itself wasn't big enough mm -hmm. just to like, it, it takes, there's like a critical mass in order to have enough staff in order to, to carry out an approach like this. So when I came getting, getting back to the Shrewsbury part of this, you know, I remember October 2017, which is, you know, a little over three months after I started, um, we really came together with the, the, the board of selectmen at the time, the select board now, um, and um, talked about what I wanted to do and how I wanted to approach it. And it was largely embraced and a lot of the board members have changed, but it's uh, kind of become the, the vision that we've used, the rallying cry that we've used mm -hmm. on everything that we've developed. So. Super proud of the, the, not only the document, but the product that we produce, the resident engagement, nearly 4,000 different engagements throughout our process. Um, so we, we kind of checked all those boxes for me and now it's about performing and serving residents um, in the direction that they've pointed us in. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, I don't know that I 
thought it would take five years, but you hear that from a lot of managers, regardless of their field, whether it's local government or business or whatever, like things just take longer than maybe they should, but good things come to those who wait as well. And I think we got a good product in the end. Had a ton of support from our consultant, Raf Tellis, Julia Novak, and uh, Catherine Carter. So we're really appreciative of, of their support in this effort and, and helping us lead through. So it's been great, yeah. You're a little bit farther along in your career than I am. So That's kind the best of... way to say more than <laughs> No. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but so what has been some of your favorite like projects and initiatives you've worked on? And that doesn't have to just be in Shrewsbury. Yep. I know you've kind of moved altered yep. career paths. If you yep. want to talk about that a little bit, how you ended up in local government. Yeah, I mean, so um, I, I went to school undergrad at West Virginia University and mm -hmm. um, I graduated with my bachelor's degree in political science in 2001. And that was like, I think that was the dot-com bubble, right? So not a lot of jobs. Um, you know, I looked at that, I considered law school. Uh, I remembered, um, you know, we had the dean of the public master's degree in public administration program come into one of our political science classes. And as I was considering what to do as I neared the end of my undergraduate studies, I pursued that and luckily got into the program at West Virginia. Um, and so I kind of went straight through. Um, and um, they didn't have a five-year program, so it was, you know, it was six for me, so I graduated with that in 2013. Mm -hmm. um, I first went to the federal government, and I worked for the Department of Energy, so I'll talk about that in a second, but then I have gone to uh, a number of other local governments, so I've had the wonderful support of my wife Erin, um, you know, she, we've moved all around because of my job. So we were in, you know, we moved from, she, um, she was in Morgantown, you know, obviously, uh, we went to, um, DC together. She mm -hmm. got her master's degree whenever, uh, I was working for the feds. And then we moved to New Jersey, which is closer to her family. I worked in local government there, Mount Holly Township as their economic development director. I worked for a small nonprofit organization called Downtown Tom's River, Tom's River, New Jersey, uh, as an executive director of uh, economic development, uh, private nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And then um, I came to um, the town of Grafton, Massachusetts in 2011 mm -hmm. as their assistant town manager. So um, been in uh, Massachusetts since 2011, served town of Grafton, town of Leicester as a town administrator and, and was fortunate to get the Shrewsbury job in 2017. Um, still, I mean, really early in my career, I, I, I definitely still feel the influence of the Department of Energy, even though I was only there for two years, but I worked, um, I had a unique opportunity to um, work in the White House for six months. Oh, wow. Um, um, the, I worked for the Office of the Chief Information Officer at the Department of Energy. Uh, her name was Karen Evans. She was appointed by George W. Bush to be the IT director for the whole federal government. And she said, hey, would you like to come work with me for a few months uh, in the Office of Management and Budget, which is the executive office of the president? Mm -hmm. I said, of course. <laughs> and uh, so I got to spend six fantastic months um, working in the White House on something called the Lines of Business Initiative, where we were doing business process improvement for the entire federal government. So I got to work with the Department of Defense, um, OPM, um, DHS was just being formed in that post 9-11 era. So it was a really 
interesting time to be in Washington, D.C. and yeah. as the country was kind of changing um, post 9-11. So ton of fun there. That was a huge project. Um, I do still love the days that I had in Mount Holly, New Jersey, working with businesses. Um, very uh, com compact urban area uh, in New Jersey. Uh, so we did a lot of hand-to-hand -hand combat, supporting local businesses there. Um, and then, um, yeah, I mean, local government in Massachusetts was like a whole new language to me. Mm -hmm. um, so even though I worked in local government, I actually worked for the city of Morgantown in West Virginia while I was getting my grad uh, my master's degree as well. So um, yeah, I heard, you have to learn a whole new language when you change states because the state laws really dictate um, how local governments operate. So um, that's been, it's been a fun learning curve. I still think I'm on it, you know, <laughs> since um, the last, I guess, almost 12 years that, that we've uh, been in the Commonwealth. So um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, plenty of projects that I'm sure we'll get into, uh, but that kind of most interesting thing that always comes to mind is that time in the White House. Um, it's a pretty unique place. Yeah. <laughs> so, Not a lot of people can say that. Yeah. So. so it was it was an amazing time. The right time in my right time in my life, you know, a lot of hours. Erin was getting her master's degree. She was gone in the evenings. I was gone morning, afternoon, evening. evening. Yeah. <laughs> so but amazing lessons learned. Uh, great people that I got to work uh, for and with um, that I still see on LinkedIn and things like that, which is fun and interesting. And they're all in uh, different sectors and settings. So it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, so that that's kind of the career path. And I think every aspect of that, it's really formed a lot of the decisions that we make on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's a it's definitely a evolving path that we'll always uh, be building on and, mm -hmm. and, and working from. So it's been a lot of fun so far. So a few more years to go, I guess, hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> as long as they have me. <laughs> right. So those things can change. So what's been your favorite part like so far? What um, or what's been surprising? I hate that question. That's yeah, why I thank ask you. It. <laughs> Uh, I think my favorite part has been like in there's internal favorite parts and external favorite parts like internally I love um, like our work environment mm -hmm. I love what I do every day I really enjoy all the people I work with I feel like um, I feel very lucky that my first experience like this is my first job mm -hmm. that I'll just Lay that yeah. out there. This is my first yeah. job, so oh, you maybe maybe I have like a <laughs> silver lining or yeah. rose-colored glasses. I just yep. feel like you guys have created like a very mm -hmm. good environment that mm -hmm. people should and do want to work in. Mm -hmm. um, I like love coming to work every day. And when I yeah. tell my parents that, they're like, "Oh, thank God!" Like, yeah. Yeah. I, and I feel that way. I'm like, I didn't like move up to Massachusetts like permanently and yep. change the directory of my life. Um, but I also really love like serving the community and interacting with residents, um, whether that be like simple conversations on the phone or like deeper conversations that I did get to have during um, the community engagement part of the strategic planning process. Um, I did just like talking to people and I have a very fond feeling for Shrewsbury. I, I live in a different town, but I do identify more with 
Shrewsbury as being like my community, mm -hmm. um, which I think that's the special part about like local government because we spend so many hours of our day in a different place that isn't just like a workplace. Like there's moving parts outside of town hall. Like we have, um, you work with the, you worked with the businesses, our planning department works with businesses. Like we are kind of integrated in every facet of the residents' lives, whether they interact with their local government, like they still have to pay their bills and um, call us sometimes. So it's kind of different, I think, than just being in an office building in a town. Sure. Yeah, um, interesting thing, it popped into my mind when you, when you talk about your first job. I'll give a shout out to my you know, first boss. Um, you know, her name was Laura Roden. So like there's, there's people in your career that have a foundational uh, impact or fundamental impact mm -hmm. um you know she was she was like a huge champion of of me i don't know why right um she um you know she she worked at the headquarters as the department of energy she was like my boss's boss tec technically mm -hmm. so um but you know she gave me every opportunity she allowed me whenever i had no business briefing the chief information officer of the u.s department of energy about a budget or a mm -hmm. program just go do it, like figure it out, go, go figure it out at, at, at OMB with, um, you know, the IT administrator for the federal government, like just, you gotta do it, right? And th those exposures uh, to those types of things are uh, transformational and give you, con you know, confidence in, in what it is you do. So big shout out to Laura Roden um, in the DC area. Um, so appreciate all that she did for me. Um, so, What's coming up in the next few episodes, the next year? What are we looking forward to? Let's see. I know we're, we are going to talk about housing and 40B and economic development, which is new and yep. different and a, I think a big education point for ourselves and residents to kind of understand the inner workings of that department, especially because now they are their own department. Um, <laughs> We'll talk about budgeting as we get into the budget cycle. Talk about the police station and 21st century policing. Uh, lots of fun stuff. Hey, we'll talk about town stuff. meeting, elections. So we'll put the meat on all stuff. these bones. Yeah, that, that we're like yep. throwing oh, the yeah. Easter eggs. Yep. Like you guys have a lot to look forward to, I yep. think. Yeah, and, and like we said at the beginning. We'll try not to be boring. Yeah, we won't we'll try not to be boring. <laughs> um, our goal is to have fun and inform and um, engage with folks. Um, so we, we hope that you take the opportunity to learn with us and we'll talk about a lot of exciting new programs. We'll talk about current events, mm -hmm. what's up in the shrew, all, all, all the good news. questions. Yeah, we, we want your engagement and feedback for this program. Uh, we want to help you learn more about your neighborhood, more about what's in the public infrastructure, more about what you want to learn about us. Mm -hmm. To a certain extent, we're willing to share boundaries. that. Boundaries. We have boundaries. <laughs> we have boundaries. And morals. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we'll, we'll build a full a full gamut of programming, and, and we're excited to do that. Um, I'm excited to learn more about our own staff, right? Because yeah. we're going to ask mm -hmm. questions that maybe we've never had the opportunity to ask people. Um, hopefully it's enlightening for residents. We put the human 
context on on the people that sometimes they want to scream at sometimes we deserve to be screamed at that's right. okay uh, we're always looking to to do the best job that we can uh, serving 40,000 folks we don't get it right in everyone's eyes every single day mm -hmm. of every hour we try so, our best we try our best though so um, Town Manager Download is going to be uh, something that's a lot of fun and um, we're going to hopefully enlighten folks about what it is that we do. We'll shed a little bit of light on some New England quirks in local government and uh, how we operate and how that compares to other cities and towns and we'll envy them for all the things that's easier and um, they can laugh at us for all the hard things that we do <laughs> up here. Um, and give sure, some advice yeah. too and yeah we'll try to help so in sure. every facet so um, we're looking forward to you tuning in uh, you'll be able to find the podcast um, where you find your podcasts you know it'll be available everywhere we've set up a, an email for folks to mm -hmm. email their questions in um, so Taylor why don't you share that email because I have no clue tmdownload at shrewsburyma.gov Great. So email us your questions that you have about local government. Tell us topics that you want to hear about. Um, we look forward to talking about local government. We look forward to talking about the town of Shrewsbury and, and shining a light on what it is that we do on a day-to-day -day basis. So thanks for this fun episode, Taylor, and uh, look forward to engaging with the rest of our team in the upcoming episodes. Have a great day, everyone.